When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back, baby. We are back yeah. uh, with a really quick turnaround here as the Lions are getting ready to play their annual Thanksgiving game this year. It is against the Packers. What a great team to play on Thanksgiving. It's going to be a great feast on Thursday night after a slaughter of the Packers here. But we're going to get into this game and everything that happened. Uh, maybe the impact on the Monday night football game, too. Um, but in one second. So I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. We got Red Dog. Yo. UJ. I love lions. <laughs> and Bob. <laughs> What's up, everybody? All right. So the Lions, seven and a half point favorites, hosting the Green Bay Packers this week. Of course, it's at Ford Field. This is an 1130 uh, Central, 1230 Eastern kickoff time, like it always is. Um. And there's just uh, a lot of good vibes. You know, the Lions sitting at eight to two. There's still one game behind first place in the NFC, though, because the Eagles beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Come from behind victory. Although Kansas City dropped a touchdown pass uh, right yeah. in the end zone. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the X-Packer, yeah. um, could not help us out, yeah. unfortunately. That's crazy. Uh, they've dropped a couple on uh, Mahomes. They need some oh, receivers. I mean, even the game against <laughs> us, too, right? They had, they had like yeah. six, seven yeah. drops. Yeah. Five from Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if you guys watched that game last night, but Mahomes looked really yeah. good, but uh, his receivers did not help him out. They're nope. going to be a mess all the way until they're fully eliminated from the playoffs, which may not be till the Super Bowl. They're, they're yeah. that team that you just can't count out. They're ridiculous. But, you know, I feel like we're one of those teams, too. And it's interesting too that I mean, really quick on the Chiefs, they have the youngest starting defense in the NFL, and they're top three in like almost every category. Uh, so is this drinking the well. gold Kool Aid? What are we like talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to mention it because I found it interesting. We're talking about uh, our, we might play because, them in the Super Bowl, so we're talking. Yeah, about exactly. Yeah. Um, fair, fair. And that kind of goes with the, um, you know, the Lions. Uh, you know, there's some more kids. stats thrown about. The Lions have like one of the worst defenses in the NFL, like for DVOA, um, since week seven. That's thirty first. I think that's pretty evident in what we see right now. Um, yeah. so I mean, what do you guys want to see out of the, this defense uh this week? I mean, Jordan Love's a guy that can move around a little bit. Now, I mean, we we handle him pretty good on Thursday night in Green Bay. Um in oh, week three. Murder. But obviously these teams are very different teams since then. Jordan Love's settling a little bit more, um, but he's still only completing it. Uh, passes at a 57% rate. But UJ, what do you want to see out of this defense uh, that we haven't seen in the past few weeks here? Well, uh, we saw it a little bit last week, and I would just say that's a, a certain level of aggression. I mean, yeah, we we got kind of shredded by but that seems to be our Achilles heel is uh, <laughs> mobile quarterbacks. And we have not figured that out yet. And mm-hmm. I hope Aaron Glenn kind of figures it out before the end of the season. But uh, uh, aside from that, I do did like our aggression last week, and uh, and I want to see more aggressiveness, especially from our D line. Maybe a few blitzes. Our, I think our 
our secondary was playing an aggressive game. Uh, yeah, it's it's not all falling into place right now, but I think they just got to keep kind of keep doing it, and it's it's gonna click. It's mm-hmm. it just hasn't quite yet, but I but I do think it will. So uh, they just kind of kind of stay aggressive though. Don't get timid or afraid. Uh, play hard, play aggressive, and and I think eventually the things will fall into place as they need to. So, bro, dog. Uh, yeah, you know, it kind of reminds, I have a feeling, based on what I've seen out of this defense and the way Aaron Glenn calls it, it reminds me a little bit of when I'm playing like a video game and I'm on a level and I can see a path through it and I keep trying to do it and like, I know what will work. I just got to execute on my plan. And that's the hard part is executing on your plan. And, and once you, you know, once you hit your plan, you execute, you, you, you prove it, you get through the level you're on. But and like that's what I feel like the way we're calling this defense with Air, with Glenn is that they're really making these teams go to their quarterbacks throwing arms. They're trying to like rush super disciplined. You're not just like sending pass rushes in willy nilly. Everything's about containing these running threats. You know, despite you know how hard that is, but like it's trying to make these t- quarterbacks beat us with their arms. And you saw it. Like, that's what Lamar did. He, he didn't, I mean, he hit us on the ground anyway, but he killed us through the air because he was good enough to do it. Same with, uh, what's his face, Geno Smith and Herbert. They, like, they're t- they take away the run and they say, we dare you to be perfect and beat us through the air. And when we've had our least success, it's been when we aren't able to convert that run stop first mentality into c- consistent pass rush pressure. And that's when it's killing us. I just and think, it- like, and it you didn't even said, work against the Bears, Red Dog, because it feels well, it under four yards rushing. So. Right. I mean, it, like yeah. that's the problem. They're breaking they, these these guys are all so hard to contain with their legs as it is. But they're that's what seems to be the plan. Try to contain them with a, a, a contained, disciplined rush. But I think it's just so hard to convert that into the violence required to get a successful pass rush after the fact. And when you they play call play action, it's that much harder. And these better quarterbacks, the better scramblers can really take advantage of it. But uh, I just think it's one of, like UJ said, they just need to keep working on it. And I think it's so hard, but they're trying to do it. And because they're focusing so hard on getting it right, by the end of the season, everyone's going to be so disciplined in their roles and know how to execute this defense so well that we're going to finally see it come together and click into place, like UJ said. And we're going to see the whole package come out. And I think we got the talent on this defense to be a shutdown defense bob wow if their package comes out that's a uniform malfunction there i think uh, <laughs> but, but, but uh, uh wrong pack yeah you come here hey, uh, the dboa thing uh if you i don't know what your stats you got there but uh for the season i show the lions are fourth best in dboa so um you might be talking the last couple of weeks. As far as I, I said since week go, seven. I said since week seven. Oh, okay. So that's a very small sample. But uh, the 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 um, the Lions defense, obviously, it's struggled like that. And as far as Justin Fields, let him get a hundred yards. He loses every time he plays us. So whatever, that doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, our our defense, you know, we we don't have the pass rush that we want. That's like our biggest flaw, I think. But so we're getting. Working uh, Thor in there on some blitzes. There's some s- safety blitzes, stuff like that, kind of mixing it up. 
unfortunately, we're not getting the pressure we need, but they're still doing enough, I think, to to keep us in these games. And our offense is just getting better and better all the time. So our elite elite offense with a, at least a decent defense, which I think they have, can get us all the way to the Super Bowl. I think we're like right and, in the middle of the pack at yeah. defense. What we've been asking for for like years, yeah. the top 15. Actually, I think we're and 16. It, I think we're 16. And you know what I like about this last game? You know, we the Bears did pretty well against us. I wouldn't say great, but they did pretty well for a lot of the game. And uh, But we had the one factor that a lot of these teams have is our playmaker came up big, like Aaron Donald at the end of the game, Hutch at the end of the game, you yeah. know, on this one. So, you know, maybe you don't see uh, on the, all those sacks coming, but right when he needed them in crunch time, he got it. He got it at the end. Yeah. So, like we were talking about with the Chiefs, like that defense last year, that one in the Super Bowl wasn't lights out, but at the end of games when things needed to get done, their big dogs would come up and make a play. And we got our, we got, I mean, look at Aline McNeil also tossing in a sack there. That dude's having oh, yeah. a stellar season. Yeah. Five sacks He's having now. a great year. Absolutely. I know pe- people talking about getting Sue or something, but we don't need him. We got a Sue. McNeil. Oh, oh. Like, Bo- you know, adding him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bohannon, man. Yeah, we got Bohannon, 330 yeah. pounds. <laughs> Bohannon. Yeah. He looked like a hoss out there, man. He oh, man. Big. He's a big boy. Um, what do you think, Z? <sighs> I mean, it it's, it's not great right now. Um, and but I do think the the Packers are a great get right team, especially in a short week. Um, you know, there's less preparation from both sides. It's more just a read react type game, um, which I think favors the Lions because they have the I, I think they have the superior talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, so I really like that. Um, and and I mean the Packers often still not great. It's just not very good. Um, the Lions came out with a great game plan last time against them. Uh, the Lions are going to control the ground game in this one. The Packers are bottom third in the NFL and rush defense. Um, but in, on the offense, I mean, you got to force Jordan Love to throw because, uh, well, he only completes about 57% of his passes. I don't think it's anything. We're good at that. Yeah, I, we're not. Uh, yeah. Um, Romeo Dobbs has come out a little bit. Uh, Christian Watson still hasn't really performed for them. Uh, I would I would imagine uh, Cam's on lineup with Watson, though, um, just in case. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't think Lions are going to go away too much from their game plan that they did on Thursday night a few weeks ago. It was a lot of zone defense as well. Um, and just kind of throwing a bunch of different looks at Jordan Love. Because uh, Jordan Love is trying to be like a system quarterback in like the LaFleur slash Shanahan kind of offense. And I just don't think he quite uh, has it. But yeah, I mean, it, start, it starts, especially with the Packers and LaFleur, is stopping the run. Uh, Aaron Jones might not even play in this game for the Packers. He didn't practice today. Um, that would be a big loss for them because we saw them. Aaron Jones didn't play against us last time either, and A.J. Dillon is just not an every-down back. He's kind of like your short-yardage guy, 8 to 10 carries a game. Um, and their offensive line is kind of a mess too. Um so, yeah, I really like it, especially the Lions. Uh, Dan Campbell's still waiting for his first Thanksgiving victory as well, you guys. Uh, so he, he needs that. He's had two close ones, a 16-14 loss to the Bears and then that heartbreaker against the Buffalo last year on uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's due. Yeah. He's due. Yeah. Um, this is definitely the nice most talented we... Thanksgiving team. So It'd be nice if we get hey, an hey. emergence similar to uh, James Houston in this game as well. Do they still do that turducken thing and all that? You know, at the end. Of the I don't know. I don't think so. That was Madden's yeah. thing, right? Yeah. No, I know. I I just picture you know, you know, 
Campbell getting his way into being out there pulling one of them legs off and <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the like this game will be on Fox so you get the Greg Olson yes. uh, announcing crew uh, Greg Olson Kevin Burhart not a bad crew not yeah a bad crew. no Joe Buck that's always good so. <laughs> I like Joe Buck you don't like Joe Buck <laughs> no he's terrible you don't like Buck and Aikman I like Aikman I like Aikman. You can't like one of them individually. You have to either like both of them or neither. <laughs> yeah, you either love them both or hate them. Well, they're a bad okay. deal. Then I guess I hate them both. Oh, wow. You had to make so it his forehead, that menacing forehead of his? Or yeah. Is it? He's better than Jason Benetti. What do you got against Aikman, Bob? Jason Benetti's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and now Detroit gets him. So they do. The yeah, right. he's, so. he's theirs to annoy now. Um. They should bring Dan Miller out there. Oh, yeah. I love Dan Miller. That'd be great. Cast. The Lions love posting uh, his like, reactions to these victories. He's so good. Dan <laughs> yeah. Miller is great. He is great. Because I always see his uh, – I always watch the games on TV, and I never get to hear Miller's call, but I always see him on the highlights, and he's, right, he's exactly. awesome. Same here. Love him. He's so good. Yeah, he calls it out well, really well. The of the game are always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, there. let's start to the other side. Lions offense against this Green Bay defense. Uh, I mean, Ooh. Lions last game against them just controlled it from really all all aspects, especially in the first half. They let the Packers in a little bit in the second half. Uh, come Did back. they even get like our full offense? Weren't we pretty banged up for that game too? Like, wasn't Montgomery out? And... Well, we didn't have Jamo. Montgomery played. He had 121 yards no, on 32 carries. Yeah, Montgomery had a big game. Yeah, uh, Gibbs played too. He had eight carries for 40 yards. Oh, we were still healthy then. Okay, I thought we were banged up. Uh, I can't remember who he had out exactly. O-line, maybe? I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe O-line. Uh, Jonah Jackson probably is not going to play this week, so another Corby Sorsdahl like, appearance. This offense is already so much better than we saw them last, though, especially with like Gibbs' progress and Montgomery getting more comfortable uh, yeah. behind this O-line and just everyone starting to click. And now J-Mo. J-Mo. Yeah, they didn't see J-Mo. baby. Yeah, he had like I think he was he was my pick he was my roar last week and he like did exactly what I said like a couple catches with a touchdown like a big shot freaking stud I'm so excited I think he's gonna be dragging or what a little bit yeah yeah he's playing more and more snaps every week too so they're uh they're starting to trust him more and more he's starting to get a feel better for the game it seems uh <sighs> gonna change yeah. everything it's really it's really really exciting for sure yeah they they talk about him earning it with the the team and all that but he's earning it with the fans right now too I think. I really do. Absolutely. I mean, all the little stuff he's doing, I think we're all seeing it. You know, the blocks he throws and stuff like that. And it, now he's making a couple catches that actually require some skill. And, uh, you, know, you know, it's kind of fun. I mean, yeah. it doesn't take much. I mean, look at, the um, again, the, the Monday night catch that the guy dropped deep down the field. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's an easy yeah. one. So none of them are easy, really. Some oh, no. I want to see J-Mo catch yep. one of those. I want to see one of those where he's flying down the field. Golf hits him in stride and runs away. Uh, Superman, he's su- and run- Superman. Kid. I want to see that. You know, Jamie, yeah, that would be you know, awesome. Like when you're under a microscope, that's like the bad thing is everyone's looking closely at you. But also the good thing is everyone's looking closely at you if you're doing if you do if you can do it the right way. And he's doing it absolutely but, the uh, right way. When you're under a microscope and you look up, all you see is a big eye. <laughs> that's right. I've I've been a big J Mo guy from the beginning, even through all this stuff. I I thought he got kind of unfairly treated from the fans. Yeah, I think we all. I think everyone on this podcast Uh, was at least. Yeah, was what? Yeah, I don't know. I thought Rudd Dog and uh, had concerns at one point. 
Well, we're all concerned about him, Bob. Like, I'm still yeah, concerned about well, Sewell after yeah, all these years. Yeah, you were right. concerned when he was facing a six-game suspension and we still didn't really understand exactly what had happened. Hell no. Like I slammed a face. McDouble with the McFlurry on top yeah. and, <laughs> and just enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, he also, uh, he, I guess he went out and, like, uh, I don't know, went to a charity event right after the game, too, directly after. So, um, he, oh, yeah, and he's, he's, he's always around the community. I, I'm pretty sure he lives yeah. in this in the, that, the Detroit downtown you know area. What? He's trying too hard. It must be phony. So I don't, I don't, I don't get it. No, <laughs> no he seems like a great guy. I, his personality just seems really cool too. He seems like a really just a good, good dude. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you, like Rudd Dog said, there it's a much different game on the ground in terms of Gibbs getting more reps here. Um, uh, J-Mo effect at wide receiver. I mean, Marvin Jones is no longer on the team. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, maybe we see him get a catch this game. Uh, I think he got to feel a couple snaps. They're working him in slowly, too. It's not an easy offense to just, like, insert yeah. yourself. Uh, there's like a lot of things. forgot about someone. Well, they threw one to him last week. Uh, I don't know if anyone noticed that, but it, it was deflected. Or Yeah, it, that was one that got picked, I think. Hey, but yeah. I just want to point out one thing, though. Jamar Gibbs. Do you see the just confidence oozing out of that kid now? Like the the first half of the season, he was just sort of like finding his way. He's found his way. That kid, mm-hmm. he just oozes confidence right now. Like he just give me the ball, man. He's just yeah. He's gonna be something else, man. And I love all these announcers on TV. You know, like who all said that it was such a bad pick picking a running back there in the first round, and. uh and he's, and they're all saying like, "Oh, it's a pretty good pick, though." Yeah, pretty good pick. Yeah, though. right. <laughs> they're all changing their tune. It's so funny to see. I know, and I love the way uh, he and Monty, you know, feed off each other. They're both cheering for each other, and they're very supportive yeah. of each other. It's, it's awesome. Good, healthy, fun competition. Positive. Oh yeah, so, yeah, for sure, for sure. They did the uh, Spider-Man meme with uh, Reynolds too on the sideline. It's fun. Oh yeah, maybe the one, the <laughs> the one you you all the three Spider Men pointing at each yeah. other. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> um, all right. Do you want to, you guys want to get into our uh, prediction segments? Want to hop right into it? Well, they let's, are world famous. We do yeah, something called the prediction. Sure. It. So I'm ready, yeah, uh, I'm let's ready. dive into it. Let's get into our ever famous prediction segments, Ooh. and we got two of them. That's right, two. We always got two. 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 Um. And our first one, of course, is our roar of the week. Yeah. So before I get into all that, uh, the Lions, seven and a half point favorites at home this week against the Packers. And they will be wearing their throwback uniforms for Thanksgiving. See? Um, you know, those, yeah. just the silver helmets, no logo, blue and silver shirt. Um, good stuff. Good I always stuff. think of Barry when they wear those things. I always think of Barry. UJ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the Barry documentary is out on Prime. Uh Yes. So I, I've not yes. checked it out yet. It just came out today, I believe. So we're recording this on yeah. November 21st. So go check it out. Uh, apparently, he says why he retires. I don't know. Uh, that was in the promo, at least. Wasn't I've not that supposed to be in the book he released like 20 years ago? <laughs> that was OJ. Why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> no, UJ, you had that book, remember? It came with like a little DVD and stuff, and it was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, I have that. Oh, book. you have it yeah. too, yeah. Like, it, he's really milking the why he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, UJ, give us our your roar of the week. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, lately it's been really hard to pick a roar of the week because we have so many. <laughs> yes. Oh, there it is. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Now you see him. 
Now you see him. Bobby Barry pulled it right out yeah, immediately. My dad gave yeah. that to me. Oh, no. Jack, yeah. So. yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, it's it gets really tough every week because like there's like at least ten guys I could pick at the top of my head, you know, to be the pro of the week. But I'm I'm gonna go with JMO this week. I, I'm telling you, we're gonna see that breakout. We still haven't seen it. Like he's sort of like peeking out, you know, like he, he hasn't broken out yet though. And uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say JMO. I think he catches one of those long bombs in stride and outruns the everyone. And yeah, I wanna I wanna see him catch a couple this this week. And uh I think we can do it against this Packers team. So I'm gonna go with JMO. Uh with two touchdown passes, hundred plus yards on at least four or five catches. Holy cow, let's go. We'd love to hear yep. that one. Oh yeah. That's your that's your what? Is it? That is my <laughs> my wife is trying to get in the background photobomb. with her Packers. So yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. You know, Boo. This is your reminder that, that I married a Packers fan. Doctors have researched. You know, I've gotten several CAT scans. I, I don't understand what happened. <laughs> but um, anyways, Bob, give us yeah. your roar of the week. Well, I was going to go J-Mo, and I'm still going J-Mo because that's oh, what I was going to pick. No. I, I think uh, J-Mo is going to have a big game. I've, I've been waiting for this, poised for it. And now, I'm, now I see it clicking, you know, for real, you know, the way he's playing and uh, the way he's getting more snaps, which helps a lot, too, if he's going to be able to, to get open. So I'm seeing him getting like 150 yards and at least a touchdown in this game. A big, big day for him on the national yards. spotlight. Hey. So. So JMO is my roar yeah. of the week. Yeah. yeah. All right, Run Dog. Like, what the hell, guys? Did we all wake up on the same side of the bed this morning? <laughs> like the three Stooges. I, like, yeah. UJ stole it right out of my freaking mind. Like you guys both basically did. Like JMO, uh, 100, 150 yards, two touchdowns. I think wow. he goes off for. I think two long ones for sure. And maybe pitches in with a few other big plays, but like, yeah, I just think this dude is so brimming and ready to explode. Like honestly, at the end of that game, when he caught that touchdown yesterday, it felt like, or the other day, it felt like it should have like, where was that all game? Like we could have been doing that. It just felt easy. Like, and I feel like all his touchdowns have seemed kind of easy. And now, like you said, he's getting that time in. He's getting worked in to be a true part of this offense and not just that little distraction that's out there. I think this dude's going to go off. So, hey, J-Mo for the third. Roar of the week. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I believe Connor said he had uh, unable to join the pod tonight, but um, uh, he had Hutch as his roar of the week. He thinks he builds off his strip sacks from the end of the game against the Bears. Um, I'm going to go with jameer gibbs i I think he has a great game um i think he's he's gonna really want to show out against a bad rush defense in green bay Mm -hmm. in the in the spotlight on thanksgiving uh you know this is a guy we're all hyped about i I love the jamo one by the way jamo over under uh receiving yards is 21 and a half so that's like free money (laughs) uh, according to the (laughs) three of you uh, with (laughs) your roar of the week thing but um free money (laughs) that's on the free yeah um anyways i think gibbs goes for at least 75 rushing another 50 receiving for 125 total um i gotta look at his prop here uh but either way i think uh yeah jameer gibbs 
com- rush receiving is 79 and a half uh, total those two combined. Mm-hmm. So I like that one. I think he's the biggest impact. Uh, and I think he, he's just grown into his role more uh, since we last saw the Packers. Montgomery had 32 carries. I don't think that's going to happen again this game. I don't think the Lions want that to happen either. They no, want him healthy nah. on the stretch here. You Open, think uh, Gibbs finds the end zone in this one? I do. Oh, yeah. All right. I think yeah. he finds it. Not once, but twice. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, baby. Yes. Nice. Wow, we're both right. Our We're we're trending towards Rudd Dog's prediction. uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, speaking of that, let's get into our. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What was uh, Jameer Gibbs to you in this this week's game? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's my roar of the week. (laughs) Okay, there we go. Sorry. That's better. Thanks for keeping me, you know, keeping me on my toes. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's get into it now. Lions seven and a half point favorites over under 47. This game's at Ford Field, 1130 Central, 1230 kickoff. Let's get into our ever famous predictions. That's right. Let's start it with Rudd Dog. Ah, I see. Best first. I got it. Um, <laughs> well, you know, when... uh. UJ, because I wasn't sure I was going to make this pod initially to put my prediction in. UJ asked me, and and I had an image flash through my mind when I thought about what's about to happen this weekend. I've seen these, like, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen them on, like, social media. People post, like, hunting videos of turkeys with, like, bow hunting. And it's, like, this gnarly arrow with, like, three knives sticking out in different directions. And, like, they aim on, and they just, like, decapitate the turkey. And it's just gnarly. Just extreme violence. And I think that well, it's going to look like that in the score this week, what the Lions do to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, 47 is the over-under. I think we're going to more than double that. 100 to zero. I think this is just going to be a bloodbath. Pure yeah, but decimation. I mean, turkeys. it makes sense because, like, to score 100 points, like, so. it's going to take a long time. Like, so there's not time for them to score. Points, so it's going to. We're going to need all that time. And Hutch is going to help out with that. Kirby's going to help out with that. Anzo, they're all going to be, defense is going to be on point. And offense, Gibbs, uh, freaking J-Mo, it's going to be too easy. It's going to be glorious. Well, there you have it. 100 to nothing from Red Dog. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There you go. You You laugh now. 
Did you place your bet yet on that? Yeah. Well, if it's twenty-four nothing at the end of the first quarter, I, you know we, we'll be trending in the right direction. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's go over to Bob. What's your prediction? My prediction. Um. Yeah. They now the Packers. Uh, they're not a great team this year, but they're still pretty good. And I think their defense is their strength. And uh, they've only been giving up, like, I don't have it in front of me, but like 20 points a game, 22, whatever. They're, they're right around that area. But our offense is one of the best offenses in the league, and we're trending up, up, up. And I, I think our defense will bounce back. I thought we bounced back a little bit last week, even though we uh, didn't have a great performance. They did better than the week before. And they did enough to keep us in the game, so uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go up above thirty again. So I think this will hit the uh, the um, over. I'm going to go Lions thirty eight, Packers twelve. So I see a big big game for JMO, obviously, like I said, and I think the run game is going to do well, and uh, we're going to humble the Packers and reclaim Thanksgiving, which we've been not as good on as we should have been lately True. so yeah so there we go that's my score of the week <laughs> okay. no no prediction sorry um do we think jerry jacobs gets two picks again against jordan love in this game uh he had two last it's likely mm. he would but then kirby's gonna jump in front of him and get one of those so uh, it'll be if I get oh each, get two. You, uh you, i don't know if you guys saw this uh before you did before we get your prediction. Uh, did you see? I would love to see the Lions try this too, and any other defense lineman. Patrick Mahomes was spiking the ball with two seconds left in the first half last night, and Jalen Carter, uh, he won. He dove underneath the center's legs and almost caught the spiked ball into the ground. Holy crap! Just missed he it. did. I saw that. <laughs> I would love to see like Hutcher, you know, Lee McNeil try that. Anyways, I That's thought it was wild. really cool, and I want to see the Lions try that. Uh, if well, hopefully. You know, if he gets so that clever. Point. Yeah, well, Jalen Carter said he saw a high school kid do it on Instagram. So he tried oh, really? In the game. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? That's awesome. That's yeah. Funny. Oh, he's so That's close. Funny. That would have been really cool. Anyways. Yeah, uh, UJ, what's your prediction? Okay. Uh, first of all, you know, like the Bears did, they played us really hard this week. And, and, we have an easy schedule by most accounts, most of the rest of the season. And the thing, you know, that sounds good on paper, but what's going to happen is these teams we're playing have nothing to lose and they're going to be giving us our best shot. <laughs> and uh, it's like, I think it's a kaleidoscope of, uh, <laughs> no, <I> just, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, their Packers are going to give us a, their best shot, but I think the best shot will peter out like midway through the first half. And I think we're going to, uh, Goff's going to just light it up in that first half with two, with probably three touchdown passes. And, uh, mm. JMO of course being two of them. <laughs> and, uh, in the second half, when we get the game under control and the defense is just pounding on J uh, love with seven sacks, uh, we're gonna we're gonna run the shit out of the ball and we're gonna dominate in the fourth quarter running. So uh yeah, it's gonna be an overall dominant performance uh by the Lions in the end. Although it may seem tough in the early in the first half, and then uh, we're gonna run away with it. So I'm gonna say uh, thirty-five to six. I think I'm gonna give the Packers a couple of lucky field goals. You know, maybe they 
get a few first downs that we weren't expecting and get in a field goal range. Or a or touchdown whatever. and no two point, and they missed the two point conversion. No, no. Oh, okay. okay. Only field goals. Okay. No touchdowns. No tutties. Three safeties. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a dominant performance in the end. Campbell will get his first Thanksgiving victory and everybody <laughs> jump aboard the Super Bowl train, baby. The lines are coming. <laughs> love it. I love it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Um, so the uh, just where the Lions are at now, if the season ends today, uh, the Lions would be playing the Vikings at home. Um, in the opening Ooh. round of the playoffs. And they're one game wow. behind the Eagles. One game. Although, I believe the Eagles have a tiebreaker right now because they have the better conference record. Um, that would have been really nice if they lost to Kansas City because then the Lions would have had a win over a common opponent, too. Uh, that's a bummer. Damn it, Marquez Valdez, Scantling. Uh, <laughs> the, the 49ers are 7-3, and three, uh, and the Cowboys are 7-3, and three, although the Cowboys would not jump the Lions unless they jumped the Eagles. Uh, and then he got the Saints at 5-5 five and, five and, and such. Um, so... Really, it's Lions, Eagles, 49ers kind of battling for that one seed. Uh, it'll be really interesting. 49ers play at night against Seattle on Thanksgiving. So that'd be interesting to look out for. Mm. Uh, but my prediction for this game, I think it's going to go very similarly to the way it went the first game, where the Lions come out strong, come out guns a-blazing, um, and maybe Green Bay gets a few like you know garbage-time touchdowns. Lions kind of back off a little bit. Let them get garbage yards uh, in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to go with 34 to 20. I'm going to go with the same score that they had when last time they played. I think it's a, I think right. it's wow. Real a, original. a perfect barometer of how these teams are right now. And the Lions on Thanksgiving, that the uh, Ford Field is going to be absolutely rocking again, especially with the, possibly the greatest Lions team of our lifetime uh, playing on Thanksgiving. Uh, there's going to be no better atmosphere in football in America, uh, then Thursday, 1130 on the globe, um, in Detroit, in, in Fort Field, especially. So, oh, and I forgot to mention our, uh, Connor, his prediction lines 30 to 20. That's all he had. No other words, just lines wow. 30 to 20. Uh, so He's there like, you have that's it. That's what I have to say about that. 30, 20. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it, Bob. You're really, you're really on your game today. I like it, but you're, you know, you're yeah. like, you're, I love it. You're, you're it's, it's fantastic. You finally moved in. You're, you got your space. It's great. I know. I know. I've been a little, uh, missed a few pods lately. Hopefully, uh, be more consistent. <laughs> it's beautiful. So th- we have yet again, all predicted Alliance victory. That's right. I, we did the math to count right. up the votes. Uh, it's unanimous. The, lion, wow. the Lions will win on Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. We're eight and two on our predictions this year. Uh, so, you know, and make nice. if you know any Packers fans in your life, make a bet with them. You're going to win it handily. This is the best uh, I've ever been yeah. through a 10 game stretch, you guys. <laughs> eight, yeah, it's I'd been think, awesome. I've never been I, this accurate. I know. Yeah. It's, in my whole not since life, the sixties, uh, right? Since sixty two. Yeah. yeah. Never been this accurate. They've it's never like, been gonna, this good in my life to start the season. So it's pretty I'm awesome. gonna say for the last fourteen game stretch or so, I've been really good. Yeah, the last yeah. uh twenty <laughs> yeah, games you've been true. six we've been sixteen and four games. in our predictions. Woo! That's pretty damn good. Hey, hey that's hey, a can I have Kevin aside here for a second? Yes. Yeah. An aside is we a great t- time of the episode for an aside, Bob. We were talking mentioned the Barry Bye Bye Barry documentary. 
which I have not seen yet. But did you guys see Scott Mitchell's reaction? And I don't know if you youngsters know Scott Mitchell, but he was quarterback uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, on, his receiver on, was a velociraptor, right? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but I guess they viscerated him in this documentary. And then Scott Mitchell does this whole Facebook post about he's like, I'm sick of everybody saying I'm the one reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. And he's like, he's like, fuck you, fuck Eminem, <laughs> fuck all of you, give, and, uh, fuck Jeff Daniels. You know, I'm like, I agree. Like, Jesus. Fuck Eminem. This is on Twitter? I, on, on Facebook. And I, I didn't think he put... Uh, hilarious. I, I never put him as the blame. The one reason they never won the Super Bowl was him. But uh, but that was ridiculous. And I guess he's kind of an ass, though, because I, I don't know if you guys remember me. I uh, remember hearing uh, years ago, Lomas Brown said he let a sack go intentionally just so he'd get his ass. I do remember you know? that, yeah. yeah. I, I heard so, that story, yeah. So, so Jack, what do you think? You, you, Jay, you were... You were Around for the Scott Mitchell era. What do you think of the guy, and what do you think of that tweet, that, that well, Facebook post? First of all, he wasn't a he wasn't a horrible quarterback. I mean, he wasn't the best, and but it, you know, I didn't know about all this infighting stuff and all the locker room stuff. You know, that stuff I wasn't really privy to when I watched him play. He was he was a decent player. They, they I think as, as I recall, they traded for him and they gave up a lot to get him. He was he was a highly sought after guy at the time. I think he was playing for Miami. Yeah, he um, he backed up Marino and had a couple good games. So then the Lions right, exactly. poached him off of there. And uh, no, I well, I don't remember him that way. Him. Okay, and I never blamed him for the for the failures. But uh, yeah. so I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, have thought, a I thought it was funny. It. I he had one really good season with the Lions. I remember he had like forty two hundred yards and like yeah. thirty three touchdowns or something. But uh, it's such a but he had a stacked team that with Barry Sanders, Herman Moore, with Johnny Morton. I think Lomas. was on that team yeah they had a really good team brad perriman yeah. maybe possibly yeah, yeah that receiver combination by the way was one of the maybe the best in the history of the nfl Herman yeah. oh yeah perriman i agree anymore you know Lord, they were it's good. just another like wonderful hallmark of our society that we have grown men having to like spout out to the world <laughs> uh, their anger for being to stop picking on me <laughs> yeah hey fuck you guys <laughs> oh thank you Internet. I, I gotta check that out bob i gotta i gotta read that article I, it was I, interesting I, just... I mean i never i never loved scott mitchell but i didn't have like animus towards him i, I was surprised yeah, same here same but here. i haven't seen the documentary maybe they really rip him in the documentary so i haven't seen that so well next episode our assignment is to watch it and come <laughs> yeah yeah sounds good the documentary hey, I got... yeah. yeah 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 i, I don't like question. homework yeah. i won't do it sure you did shoot team team names and stuff like that and like green bay's a packer like what the fuck is a packer like what what are they they work at amazon i mean are they packing like are they packing their bags are they packing did someone say the fudge i don't know what (laughs) what are they packing that doesn't Wisconsin, even make sense. Like a lion is a symbol of strength and power and virility and all that stuff and a packer do you what want to know that? the reason, UJ? Yeah, I do. Uh, in 1919, Curly Lambeau, who was the franchise's founder, decided to start up a local yeah, football yeah. team in Green Bay. At the time, he was working for the meatpacking company, Indian Packing, as a shipping clerk, and he managed to convince his employer to sponsor his new team, so they called him the Packers. Wow. Mm, okay. So it's Curly Lambeau like, hey, Mo, I'm going to buy a football team. Hey, Curly. I can't do a good curly, but uh... <laughs> curly Lambo. Well, just like everything else about the Packers, that sucks. 
<laughs> well, why did the lions? Oh, why are they called the lions? Because lions fucking rule. Yeah, because lions are <laughs> awesome, dude. You ever you ever see videos of lions like hunting zebras and shit? It's amazing. Bad, the best is it's the so one where awesome. it's like they take down like a whole buffalo and they're just like lions yeah. head to head. The buffalo can't do shit. The lions just. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward why they were called the Lions. Uh, uh, Richards, uh, who's the founder of the team, picked the name because he intended to put together a team that would be the king of the NFL, much like the Lion was the king of the jungle. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah. Lions Because weren't they rolled. the uh, Port Smith Spartans originally? Yeah, they were. The Port the, Smith. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was the Spartans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he also wanted to tie in with the Detroit Tigers. So, uh, it was like a win-win. Great name. Nice. Great name. The Red, the Red Wings mixed out on the Bears, huh? Oh what? Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Could have been. Yeah, I don't know how the Wings fit into that whole thing. <laughs> Red Wings <laughs> yeah. and the Pistons. Oh, Red Wings, Lions, Bears, they hang out together. Everyone knows that. Lions and Tigers, tigers and Wings. Team. Oh, my. All right. So it's always, always, you know, I knew the aside, Bob, would lead to an appointment. Are we? Yeah. We'd have to wrap up the episode. And I think to it on that note. Yeah. So on that note, we will wrap up the episode. Um, This is our preview. It's a shorter one, but that's all right. I mean, it's a short week, short episode. So um, no, no guests or anything this week. Uh, We just want to keep it simple. And we will be back uh, later this week. We think we'll record. Friday, Saturday, one of the days. We got, we got, we will be, it'll be out at some time reacting to this uh, easy Thursday Thanksgiving win. Um, so, as and the Lions, we look forward to them moving to nine and two, nine and two. I don't think nine, I've ever nine, said nine. those terms yeah, in yeah, Lions yeah. Uh, in one week before. Not since we've done the podcast, that's for sure. Not at least since we've done the podcast, which so uh, it's exciting. These are exciting yeah. times. These are exciting times. These are beautiful, beautiful times. Uh, spending time with family while the Lions are eight and two, moving to nine and two into the evening on Thanksgiving. It's a great holiday. Um, I love when Big Z's a half bottle of wine into the podcast. <laughs> I like this Big Z. <laughs> Boy, dang, good night. I love it. A lot of love going around. <laughs> yes. yes. He's getting emotional. Don't cry, Jake. And also like Come four on, and okay. a half hours of sleep, too. So there's that. Hey, it's see, would you wax nostalgic together. on your Lions fandom for me real quick? What's that? I said, would you wax nostalgic on your Lions fandom for me real quick? I just want. I was just trying to explain how great this Thanksgiving will be after a Lions victory, moving to nine and two at the, near the top of the NFC, and how we've never, at least in my life, have experienced that. And it's uh, never in my life, and I'm much older than you. Never mind either. So, yeah, it's a beautiful oh, thing. It's a beautiful thing. I remember, like, I, I remember when the Lions uh, they beat the Chargers and went to the playoffs for the first time in a long time, uh, and it was like right then they clinched right like. I don't know if it's on Christmas Day or the Christmas Eve, and oh, there's yeah. a lot of toxed uh, and a lot of cheers to the Lions uh, on that holiday. Uh, the Lions, I don't know if they, I don't think they can clinch a playoff spot this weekend, but okay. it's those type of memories that I love around the holidays, and it'll be another great holiday. Here's what I'm getting to. So, yeah. I'm so grateful to have a family to share my Lions fandom with. Yes, and see, I got to say something too. Your your dad is a Bears fan, hates the Lions, but yeah, he, he he's also a, he's a, a fairly lion. pragmatic and uh, realistic guy. And uh, 
he's mentioned some things about this Lions team, which you know made me think. He, he, he listens to the podcast. A... I think he's a closeted Lions fan, AJ. We're gonna I bring him out of the closet. One of these I days. think he is too. But but he Here mentioned he, he mentioned a, a comparison to us to the '85 Bears, and <gasps> and which uh, I don't. No, yeah. that's no, 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 no. I mean, the '85 Bears to me made probably the best single season team I've ever seen in my lifetime, and uh, but our defense is nowhere near that. But if you reverse the thing. And made in our offense, our offense is, oh yeah, freaking amazing. I mean, so maybe you reverse those things a little bit. And the other thing about this team is this team is fun. I mean, this team isn't boring and and just like another team that has. We're a fun team, man. We got Campbell and and uh, great personality, uh, just interesting players, interesting stories. Uh, just fun to watch a wide open offense that just does incredible things every week. So. You know, even non-Lions fans are at least admitting or ad- kind of admiring what this team is doing, and it. And I think all the pundits are too. Everyone's just seeing oh, yeah. it, and it's fun. Just so much fun to see. <laughs> and as a Lions fan, all these years, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's caused a ton of like YouTube channels and stuff to pop up. Like people, people are actually feeling like Lions are relevant enough to like make a channel on what weirdos. <laughs> 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 anyway all right well speaking note. of youtube at dtbk <laughs> or just type in drinking a bukule do a five miss on there subscribe for our live streams or any other videos we might put up there um talking about the games um instagram at drinking a bukule twitter, twitter slash x yeah. at drinking lions follow us on there let us know your predictions for the upcoming thanksgiving game uh but if you don't predict the Lions, then, then don't even bother posting. I mean, there's just no point. <laughs> um, thanks to our producer, KJ. 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 Crushing it on the podcast. Thanks for producing the podcast, KJ. And thank you thanks, to sidelinereport.com for supporting the podcast. Great. Appreciate, appreciate that, too. Um, also, if you have any message or anything like <laughs> Like that, um, you want to put on the podcast, um, or a voicemail or anything like that. At or I'm sorry, Gmail drinking the <laughs> sorry, Bob is just on one tonight. Boy, That's what I was saying. Tonight. We're not recording on YouTube tonight, unfortunately, at which is at DTBK. Um, but Bob is throwing kaleidoscopes, he's throwing just. Uh, mannequin heads, uh, head, yeah. do- dolls yeah. without a head, uh, speaking <laughs> in the corner there. If you made it to this point of the podcast around the holidays, congratulations! congratulations. You are a truly yeah. dedicated fan. Uh, and email us drinking the blue Kool Aid at gmail.com. Uh, we'd You're love to hear from you. Maybe give you a guest on the podcast. Reach out because you probably need someone to talk to, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. so thank you everybody for listening. Yeah. Uh, we'll be happy back. Thanksgiving, y'all. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, we'll be back at some point over the weekend, uh, to air a pod. We don't unfortunately have an official date, uh, but we'll let you know as soon as we can. Other than that, enjoy your holiday. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. go. charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave 
Stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go! Go. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.